My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following hot seat session, community member Stanley Collado has fallen off the wagon, so to speak, with his healthy habits. He is feeling stuck in negative self-criticism, and he's dealing with this incessant comparing mind that just won't quit. So in our session, Stanley and I talk about several different strategies that he can use to combat his limiting beliefs and get him back on the wagon. This is a session, let's be honest, that all of us can learn from because we all fall off the wagon more often than not. If you find these sessions valuable, we're going to be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are going to be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you're going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Stanley Collado, made possible today by our amazing sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven, who are going to be featured just a bit later in today's episode. And as a quick reminder, to subscribe so you don't miss the next interview just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. What is your hot seat topic today? So today, my hot seat topic has to do with 
failure or perceived failure. Um, and basically, I, mean, I wrote it down, but like getting getting unstuck after a perceived failure. And in my case, it's specifically um, with my macro goal. As you know, my macro goal was a mobility goal. When I started the program last year with you, I could barely walk. And now I'm up to 10,000 steps a day, which is great. You know, I mean, do you remember how hard 10,000 yeah. steps a day was when you first started? Like that was just like never yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I, I could. Amazing. Barely, uh, yeah, it, it is. And I have to remind myself of that. But I'm still have that. I still have that trait where it's like it's not enough. But so essentially, um, after we um, finished the program back in, I think it was December. Right. Correct. Um, I don't yep. remember. Yeah. You know, I was, very, I was revved up to go. A lot of the, the um, information from the course was fresh on my mind. But then, you know, the holidays happened and, and I kind of, I got off the horse, metaphorically speaking, and it's been hard to like regain momentum. And I've kind of internalized that as like a failure, which has like affected, I guess, my self-esteem in a way. And I've combined that with feeling like I'm not on top of the mobility goals and the career goals which is not healthy because in reality, I really have to pick one in my case. So I've kind of gotten myself in a negative loop, which is like, it's not healthy because I'm kind of, I don't, that, that certainty that you need to have about the very next step, I've gotten off the horse. And I think partly it's because my macro goal wasn't as well-defined as it should have been because I'm realizing now that it does need to be something big and maybe scary, but like something for example, also doable. Don't, for, don't forget doable. the doable part of it. And doable. And doable. So so I was thinking um, I, I probably have to redefine that macro goal. I mean, for me, it would be a triumph to be able to run a long, I don't know how long, but a, some, some kind of long distance and not injure myself because of the issue that I spoke about before. But but yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. I don't understand what you need need for. You just gave me the answer. You already know what your first step is. You need to go back and you need to redefine your macro goal. Yeah, you're right. I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I, over, I overthink it. I, over, I overthink this stuff. Yeah. You're, For everybody that's about to learn about the four tendencies, welcome another fellow questioner to the group. Hi, everyone. My name is Zach. I'm a questioner. Hi, Zach. It's, guess what? I, I totally understand this. I'm, I go through the exact same loop. I know exactly how this feels. I'm actually working through this loop myself. It's a little bit more, it's more expected, but one of the things that I think I had even sent a message about over the holidays is that I intentionally made the holidays an entire week, just a dumping ground of nothing but laziness, lack of productivity. I ate whatever I wanted. I slept in, I took that. I just didn't care. My calendar for a week is white. Anybody that knows my calendars would be like, that can't be Zach's calendar. It doesn't have one block in it. That was intentional. But I also knew that when January 1st came around, oh, this, there's going to be some difficult momentum here that I need to reverse because I have a lot of inertia because now I've been eating kind of crappy and I haven't really exercised and sleeping in. I knew that was going to happen, but I didn't say, well, what were my habits on December 22nd before the holidays hit? Let me go back to all of those. Working out four days a week, five days a week, six days a week. I knew that wasn't going to happen and I needed to kind of ease my way back into it. So I always think, where did I start last time? Well, I started by just taking walks around the block. Great. I'm going to take some walks around the block. What did I do next? Well, then I think I remember when I was struggling a little bit, I, I tried one day per week of, uh, of HIIT training. Great. I'll go back to one day a week. And if you go back and think with the beginner's mind, this is where I started instead of, 
I can't believe I lost all this momentum. Like I was doing so well and I blew it rather. I have trouble with that. Sorry for interrupting real quick. I I have trouble with that because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm, I've taken two steps back and it like mentally speaking, it kind of, um, it dampens the motivation aspect of it. But I guess I need to change that mindset that, well, you're not going to be able to have your, your um, momentum be where it was that day. But Mm -hmm. yeah. What I want you to think about instead of I had all this progress and I just wasted all of it. Think about where you are right now. If you were to do a baseline assessment of where you are today with zero judgment, you said you're pretty regularly doing 10,000 steps a day. Yeah, I would say that. Which was insanity in September. You were just like walking down the hall and back creates pain with crutches. And now I, I you're thought doing something was broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we've, we've, we've already made a lot of progress, but without judgment, this is where you are now. That's it. It's not, well, I'm here now, but I should be here instead based on all my progress. This is a new day one. Basically, every day you wake up is day one. It's always a new challenge. So one of the, the most important lessons that I've learned from the, I think it's been over three years now. I don't even know how that's possible, but three years of training for Ninja Warrior comes down to one simple lesson that I've learned from my trainer. When we're working out and we're going to do something really difficult and scary, they ask two questions. It just becomes a mantra. Where are you? Here. What time is it? Now. That's it. And that just gets me in the mindset of there is no supposed to. I'm not supposed to get up the rope this fast, or I'm not supposed to finish the obstacle course in this way. I'm here, and it's now, and that's it. But if you think for a second about how you define here today versus here in September, from an outside perspective, dude, you have moved mountains. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview, but if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing. I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, 
we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. So every once in a while, you have to review the progress as opposed to the lack of progress. This is something that I talk about in module eight in the review module. How can we look back on what we've done because we're so focused on what we haven't done and what's in front of us? Every once in a while, look in the rearview mirror, look at the odometer and say, I've gone a thousand miles. God, I felt like this trip is taking forever, but really a thousand miles? I've gone a lot farther than I thought. This needs to be a regular habit. It can't just be, well, I feel like a failure again. I'm going to need to do this. This needs to be a regular habit. And I talk about how to do that review process and make it a daily and a weekly habit because I get in the same vicious cycle. Like my, my team, will, they'll have to talk me off the ledge. Like I, we had a, a meeting uh, in December uh, right before the holidays. And the purpose of the meeting was not hear all the things we want to do next year. It was let's talk about what we've accomplished. And I came with, I think I had a couple of things. And then Debbie just rattled off this list for like five minutes. And I was like, holy shit, we did a lot this year. Like it didn't even occur to me because I'm so focused on what's next. I need that moment of review to realize, you know what, this is pretty cool. I've, I've done some, some good things and I made some progress as opposed to I should have been here because I was so focused on the goals I had not achieved by December as opposed to the things I had achieved. So you need the habit of a review process so you can feel better about your progress. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Thank you. That's it? That's all you got? You still got a few more minutes? Uh, uh, well, yeah. It's simple? <laughs> well, okay. I guess another thing is um, you mentioned something about like not having more than a certain number of uh, macro goals. Now, what was it again? I, th- I think you mentioned no more My than recommendation, two. it's, it's going to depend some on the level of complexity. But right. if a macro goal is set properly, it's going to be difficult to achieve. It's going to require time. It's going to require effort. At the most, if the two can work concurrently, one professional and one personal macro goal, something lifestyle related, something career related. If it's a really big one, you might have to choose one or the other. In my case, I generally have two. The The big picture goal, personally, lifestyle wise, Ninja Warrior. I had my eye on that target for over three years now. But then the macro goal, when I start to break it down, there are certain benchmarks every three to six months that I'm working towards. Right now, there's an obstacle course uh, in my uh, trainer's backyard that I have yet to finish. Two and a half years, I have yet to finish. And right now, my entire focus is how do I finish that one obstacle? Once I finish it, then I move on to the next one. And there's a whole series of steps and habits that go into what it takes to finish this one obstacle. Professionally, I have business goals. So I'm doing those two concurrently because they don't conflict. If you have two lifestyle goals or two career goals, they're often going to conflict because they're going to diverge your attention. That's the thing for me specifically pertaining to yes, being a dangerous thing. You know, I, I think I got a little distracted as it pertains to maybe answering certain jobs or calls to do certain things. And it kind of distracted me from my mobility macro goal. And I think 
as it pertains to this idea of quote failure, like I think what got me down was saying to myself that I needed to do both of those these things well, the mobility goal and the career goal. And I think I'm realizing that it, it's kind of difficult for me personally to to like do both like really well as far as my career related stuff is more about I need to transition to a different career and I'm not sure what or how to do that. So I think for me personally, I, that might've been maybe a mistake to try to combine both or, or do both. But I do think that doing both is, uh, is attainable, but it's a matter of how much time you're budgeting to each and how much effort you're budgeting to each. Right. So if you remember, we had the exercise in module seven about how to build your ideal weekly calendar for everybody that's on the call that uh, is going to get, hopefully get to that point eventually. It's no different than creating a budget for your finances, but for your time. It's really important that we budget our time and understand how we're using it intentionally. And if you find that the best way for me to meet my mobility goals is I need, for example, from 8 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday to do mobility and physical therapy and running and X and Y and Z, great. But now you have a professional goal of transitioning your career. And in order to do so, you need to workshop your resume and design a portfolio website and do outreach from 8 to 10 a.m. on Monday through Friday you, my friend, have a problem. So we need to look at what are the needs of each of these goals. And if you can fit them all within a 24-hour day, great. But you need to set the expectation accordingly based on the requirements of each goal and whether or not they coincide. So the requirement that are the requirements that I would uh, need to meet if I want to be the biggest feature film editor in the universe, if I want to do all the Marvel movies and Avatar and all these other things, and I want to be the best editor ever, there are certain sacrifices that I have to make. Me having my weekends to myself, if I quantify that as a time block that says family Saturday and Sunday, and I have time blocks on my calendar that say sleep, and it's eight hours every night, that lifestyle goal is most likely not attainable if I want to win an Oscar and be the best feature film editor ever. Because the math just doesn't add up. And that was a very difficult realization that I came to several years ago, because that's the path that I was on. That's where I wanted to go when I realized I can't do both. But there are other things that I can manage where I can do a lifestyle goal and a professional goal because I have 24 hours in the day to accomplish both. So I think for you, it's first, what is the goal? What's the macro goal that I'm going to work towards next? And how am I going to budget my time to make that happen? And can I do both simultaneously? Does the math add up? Because it's not magic. It's just math. Either the time is there or the time isn't there. You're never going to find it. Just a you know, big, uh, big disclaimer to everybody on this call, nobody's finding more time. And if you do, tell me how you did. I don't teach you how to find it. I teach you how to prioritize it. So I don't know if you can do both because I don't know what you're defining as your new macro goals. But once you do the math, you're going to be able to set a more realistic expectation about what can or cannot be accomplished. Can I add another yes. piece here? You um, sure can. I think I might have I might have said this the last time we talked, Stanley, but it can't be overstated enough, which is just the piece of gratitude. I, when you get stuck in that comparing mind and thinking you should be someplace further along than you are, going back to gratitude is really the thing that's going to ground you. And it's going to really it's going to make you understand how far you've come. Same same with c- coupling that with the review process and just sort of seeing, OK, I have done this much. And then just being in that moment and being grateful for what you have accomplished, what you can accomplish, what you feel good about in that moment. Those are the things that are really going to 
keep you motivated and keep you moving forward and focused on the positive that you're you're making and the good progress you're making. Thank you. It's really challenging for me, but but you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I know. Consistency. <laughs> Consistency is key because I know I know you I know getting caught in that comparing mind, it is tough. But if you keep coming back to gratitude, it will it will break down that comparing mind. And you'll you'll get out of it. Thank you so much, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Ladies and gentlemen, Debbie Germino, the yin to my intense, insane yang. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend, Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Ergo-Driven co-founder and CEO, Kit Perkins, talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I've been to health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high-quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash newstandard and use the code OPTIMIZE for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and Ergo Driven for making today's interview possible. 
To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash New Standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.